Hello. Hello, everyone. We'd like to start this podcast by recognising the Gadigal people of the Aora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which we gather and work. This always will be Aboriginal land. All right, Digby Hamish Bree, welcome back. We are in episode two. Now, it's been about a 10-minute break for us, but you've got to think, the listeners, they may have gone through a whole day of work between listening to episode one and episode two, eight hours. So we've got to reframe what we discussed in episode one, and I thought there was no better way to do that than than to kind of start where we finished off. And if you remember, who did who, who just jumped in at the end? Um, jargon, he goes by. <laughs> So we're going to give him a buzz back and, and, and just see how we go. Hello. Ah, uh, Brody, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you, Das? Yeah, pretty good. So since we last chatted, so where we left off, right, was that, that we were looking for a, a one-liner and, and you gave us a, a one-liner that's going to guide us for the whole quarter. Do you remember that? I do. Cybernetically enhanced. Or enhanced cybernetically. <laughs> That's the one. So basically, we are now in a new podcast episode, and I wanted to basically take you through what we discussed in episode one and see if it listens, but also so that in telling you, our visitors, uh, sorry, our visitors, our listeners are able to catch up to where we left off. Is that sweet? Wonderful. I'm the first listener that gets to hear, to, to hear this juicy news. Exactly. So, so pretty much where we got to, we ran through quarterly appraisals and we said that we did really well, but we um, need to work more as a team. And that's largely a function of coronavirus. We're all in our own individual bubbles. Uh, okay. The second thing that we said was that our projects either were a lot of fun or really important for Kua, but not necessarily both. Sure. So, I so, could probably make a guess which one's which. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you probably could. Go on, Jack. Um, and then the third thing, and you actually haven't heard this yet, but guess what? Uh, um, we have declared clockwork as, as achieved. Wow. The Kemp Lord and, and Stuart. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The Kimp Lord and Steward, Hamish and, and myself, have declared <laughs> clockwork as achieved. So now we pretty much have a blank slate in which we're going to work as a team to sell more coffee. That's amazing. Well yeah. done. Well Th done, Kimp team. Thank you. Um, and we gave your one liner a lot of thought, but <laughs> Digby's ended up prevailing. Um, so I just want to tr try my best to explain how this quarter is going to run to you. And it's the first time that I've said it. It's the first time that really anyone has heard this, including uh, the others here. And we just want to make sure that it makes sense and see if there's like any last minute changes that we might want to implement live. Fantastic. So, Kua this quarter is aiming for more out the door. Now, it's <laughs> 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 
And it sounds so silly, but we can use this to understand. So Diggs put something on Instagram. Hey, Diggs, is that leading to more out the door? Um, okay, so it's, it's obviously measurable in terms of kilograms of coffee. Oh, by the way, Brody. Yes. Yeah, we pretty much have, which is great news, uh, we may have received that City of Sydney grant, which means we need to get five tonnes of coffee out the door by next year. So there are some external factors coming into play. Thank you, City of Sydney. Um, now, well, hopefully our customers start coming out the door and back into their offices as well. I guess that plays a, a big part. Well, Is that part of the strategy to tr- really push them back into their office? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. We need to make a, a reason for them to come back in. And so obviously we're going to measure in terms of kilograms of coffee. That's easy. But... We're going to have a real focus on targeting and counting meaningful engagements with workplaces, both new and old. Mm -hmm. Um, Those engagements uh, will be meaningful if it leads to more out the door, but it will be around creating relationships and experiences that inspire people, A, to come back to work, and B, to come back to work with cool coffee as their drink of choice when they're in the office. Sounds quite great, Dust. Do you reckon? Do you reckon that's enough to work with? Any concerns? No concerns. I think this is the quarter that uh, we've wanted for a long time to be able to have the space to do this and not worry about the things that you and Hamish have been working on in the background with the clockwork stuff. So, sounds like all pistons are ready to fire. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for taking the time out of uh, your real job to come back and hang out with the crew. We'll let you go. <laughs> Andy Jags. Alrighty. Oh, Brody. Um, what's your fla- favourite um flavour note of Kua Coffee? Oh, nutmeg. Nutmeg. Yeah, beauty. Nice. Winner. Okay, nutmeg great. Prevails. Um, catch you soon. Bye, Jargon. Right. See you, Brody. Ciao. Now, Diggs. Yes. So, so Kua is on Spotify. If if you want to go on to Spotify. Uh, you just type in Kua Coffee and our playlist will come up. And we've made a playlist for every single flavour note. You just heard Brody, jargon, state that he wanted to listen to Nutmeg, but you wanted to listen to Plum Jam and I've got Plum Jam right here. Should we still listen to Plum Jam but then tell the listeners to check out Nutmeg themselves? Well, yeah, okay. That's, that sounds like a good idea. Uh, otherwise, we can do Plum Jam next time if you would like to. No, now give us a wrap. My computer's just frozen, so while we're waiting for it to <laughs> turn back up, give us a wrap of Plum Jam. What's it, what, what are we in store for? Plum Jam uh, is just classic songs for all occasions, pretty much, I would say. So what would you have Plum Jam with? You can have it with ice cream. You can have it with um, toast. I mean... Your grandma can make it, you can make it. It's a real all-rounder. So same with this playlist. It's an absolute cracker, and I hope everyone enjoys it. Yet to be released as well, so this is a little preview. A nice, calm start to the playlist. A nice, calm song to be listening to on the drive home. Uh, Hamish, do you have a quick descaler for us this afternoon? Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you put me on the spot again. Thanks, Dust. Um, uh, quick descaler. Uh, I feel like we've gotten to the stage, it's so many descalers that we're coming back around again. Um, so I'm going to go back to a, to one I remember from around 12 months ago now, which was if you were any type of leaf off a tree, what type of leaf would it be? 
Diggs is leant back in his chair. He's searching <laughs> he's the ceiling for answers. <laughs> which is quite funny because I was going to say a bird's nest front and that's the action that Digby just did. The, 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 the lean back, the lean oh, back to catch good. the rain. <laughs> I'm going to go a rosemary leaf. Uh, you, you might not even call them leaves. They're like a little bit of spark. Spring. Yeah, they're just so great. Mm. I, I want to be a tree that's fallen from the tree. I mean, a leaf that's fallen from the tree oh. in autumn, like one of those really nice, rusty, reddy colored leaves. Yeah, I was going to go along the same lines, like your big old maple leaves yeah, for some reason that's stick kind of out. What I was yeah. Thinking, yeah. yeah, very cool. Good descaler. Now, last podcast was uh, an hour and two minutes long. We had some feedback that it was too long. We're gunning for the second episode to be 20 minutes. But one of the reasons, perhaps, that it was too long was that I insisted on separating the way that we do work and the way that we do projects into baseload, stewardship, springboard, like all of these Speaking of jargon, I don't know why Brody's got the nickname jargon when I was trying to assign all these labels to different projects. And it, it confused you guys. It confused our listeners. I think, Brie, we had to discuss for 10 minutes what I meant by each of those words. So we're just going to cut all of that crap. We're working on more out the door. As a company, we have those function cards. And the function cards are essentially roles. And every quarter we have the opportunity to reassign roles or to pick roles that we're going to work on. We don't often throw out so i i'm finance it's i i doubt i'm going to give it to anyone else but it's a teal principle that i could if i needed to or i really wanted a break from that role or someone else really wanted to take it on so i've got a list of roles here um you can hear me shuffling through my paper i think there's 16 so we're going to make it as quickly as possible just making sure that we've got our bases covered in terms of um what we're doing what we're accountable for now in the past we've switched them on and switched them off Let's just say that they're all on. Um, if something comes up, it, it's your job if, you, if your name is accountable to this role. So starting with uh, account manager in terms of custom customer relations, uh, just say your name if, it, if it's you. Hamish. Bookkeeping, Darcy. <laughs> Delivery. Hamish. Leader, Darcy. Strategy in terms of non-sales partnerships, Darcy. Sales. Bree. Brand. Digby. User experience. Digby. Coffee. Hamish. Marketing. Digby. Finance. Darcy. Operations. Hamo. Systems. Tech stack development and upkeep. This is a weird one. Yeah, it is a weird one. I'm going to... So this is where accountability comes in rather than like responsibility so i'm not doing everything but i'm responsible uh, i'm responsible for being accountable <laughs> <laughs> i'm in charge of screaming when something goes wrong in terms of our systems store i've converged them into one experience and fulfillment oh online store yep yes Digby. <laughs> uh compliance Bree. And which is another good one because you know how we were doing the uh, making our charity eligible to give money overseas. Mm. Perfect. You picked that up. You were accountable for it, but I had to complete it because it made sense for me to complete. Yeah. Yeah. Impact. Right. Great. That was super easy. There are functions for the quarter to find.
<laughs> so we're just making our way through the Plum Jam playlist, and as always, I think um, we're hitting the, the, the 104, I'm not sure that, I don't really check, but 104 viewer mark per episode, which is pretty good. And of those, of those viewers, there have been a few that have been on quarter on quarter on quarter, and there's no doubt they'll listen to episode one and two back to back. Ourselves. And, <laughs> and including ourselves. Um, Rupert Karouac actually said that he was going to call in, and I, I just thought I'd check. Um, let me hang on, let me just check. Yeah, he's, he's available now. So I'm just going to pass the mic across to Rupert digitally. Uh, Rupert, are you there? Hello, Darcy? Darcy? Hey, Rupert, Rupert, how are you? Um, episode, oh, good, episode good. So sorry. It's it's 3 a.m. in the morning here in London. <laughs> oh, okay, no worries. Well, we're on a 20-minute timeline anyway. So if you just had a, you just wanted to jump in, I think. Yes, yes. I just had a, a, a quick question about... Um, this movie you were making last time, I just, I only wanted to say one thing. Uh, I, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> Brain, did you have any thoughts? I think you chatted with Rupert last time. Thanks, Rupert, for always being so candid and honest with us. You really keep us grounded. No problem, Brianna. Uh, is there anything else you need from me, uh, Darcy? Oh, I'll go back to bed then. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he gets so into character. <laughs> Lovely. We're flying through this podcast. I might actually inject some more content so that people don't get high. And you remember when you're on the highway, right? No, it probably doesn't happen if you're in the car, but when you're in a scooter. Um, Subtle brag. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the earphones in your ears and you listen to a 15-minute podcast on a 20-minute drive and then that last five minutes is just pure concentration on the road. Um, <laughs> so, last episode, uh, I mentioned mushrooms. Failure, fun project, though. Fun projects is something that we are bad at. As in, we say that we like having fun, then we give ourselves fun projects, and then those projects don't get done, probably because they're not fun. Do we want to do fun projects this quarter? I think we should totally opt into fun projects if we want to do fun projects. There should be an option for people if they want to do them, but they shouldn't be forced fun. Like, remember the time I made everyone go bowling? <laughs> that was forced fun. <laughs> no one enjoyed it as much as I wanted them to enjoy it. That's how I felt with my fun project this quarter. Yeah, fair enough. And, and we use bowling. <laughs> Anytime there's a team issue, we solve it by going bowling. <laughs> For any corporate hacks out there, just take your team bowling. If there's any culture problem, bowling should fix it. Get them, get them in the darkness rooms and, and bowl it out. Uh, hey, Mo, will you be taking on a fun project this quarter? Um, I'd really like to, but uh, I, as Bree sort of touched on, I think if it's like, it's, it's a bit of a funny balance because it's like if there's assigned time to do something a bit weird, a bit creative, a bit fun, that's good. But if the three other three quarters of my time is sort of really important and feels like it's always at front of mind it's much more difficult to enjoy that allotted fun time so um maybe if there was creative things in the way of like our either directed towards our goals or just completely left wing then it's no pressure if you get it done or not which is maybe a bit of a cop-out but um yeah I, I agree that it's quite a balance to make it enjoyable yeah yeah well um we're not going to decide on fun projects now. Uh, we might come back to it after we commit to how many days we're doing because I think it will inform that. Uh, one of the things 
Yes. It can be really hard to set aside time for a fun project when you are doing something that is really important. But from Kua's perspective, if you're doing something that's really important four days a week and have no time for anything fun, and then that's going to reduce your motivation, efficiency, willingness to contribute to the team the quarter after, I would much prefer to see you sacrifice some of that importance for a fun project, particularly if the fun project leads to either more out the door <laughs> or this idea of stewardship so that Kua is a company that we can hand on to a, a new amazing team in the middle of 2021. So I think in that frame, there's a cultural rule here that up to 25% of time can be allocated to any wacko idea and we have to trust that people will use their time um, in a way that ultimately benefits Kua, whether it's through them having fun or through a direct return for what we're working on that quarter. To be devil's advocate, does that just mean that, like, like... Uh, <laughs> Cut that bit. <laughs> Is it actually fun if you like how do why are we doing it? Like is it if if fun is only allowed if it adds value to Kua, then should we not just make it part of what we do? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um so f- I think my quarter was quite an, a good example of this. So I did mushrooms on the weekend and it was genuinely fun. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it during the week because like Hamish, I felt that finances was more important. But towards the end of the quarter, I felt, felt burnout to the point that I didn't want to keep doing finances. So maybe if I reduced the goals on the finance end of the project and mm-hmm. built mushrooms in and every Thursday I got to do mushrooms yeah. and Kua was paying me to grow mushrooms. I, it doesn't matter that strategically we're not trying to grow mushrooms, but as a team member, me being engaged and having fun then bleeds into my finance work and I think is better for Kua overall. Um, does that answer? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I was going to kind of bring up what I said I would do briefly because I think it's a pretty good example. It's like I was like, yeah, how cool would it be if we actually had really, really clear guidelines for like how we grind our coffee, how everyone tastes at recipes, which actually is quite an involved process. And so I didn't even touch it <laughs> um, because it felt like more coffee work. Um, so, yeah, but if I maybe if I was sort of not forced, but like had in my mind, like if you take one day a week and do it, it's OK, then. Yeah, maybe it could be more productive then. Yeah. And the other thing is like we're quite in tune with what we're trying to achieve. So if by pursuing a fun project you feel guilty because your other projects are not seeing the time that you want them to see, then it is going to impact on the... Like fun's actually a relatively good gauge. Like I think, yeah, if you're fun and guilt-free, then that's because it is giving value to Kua, whether that's through you or directly. Mm-hmm. Crazy, we're nearly halfway through the podcast already, unless someone throws a spanner. Anyone going to throw a spanner? Uh, what are you looking at me for, man? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, all we have to do is that round of appraisals where we say, this is what I'm going to be working on, this is how my week is going to look, this is the amount of pay that I'm going to be receiving. Pay is still set by JobKeeper. Um, we're going to just assume till the end of this quarter, so that's a relatively easy discussion and a quick round of feedback and then close it off, then we go into our letter writing. But um, before that, I was wondering, off the cuff, Bree, 
How are we going to get more out the door? Ooh. Any ideas? We're talking big ideas. Yeah. I think that there are some amazing partnerships that we have that we should really leverage and kind of, um, yeah, work with people to see how we can push more out the door. I think the other thing that we've really lacked is um, people that, you know, work and live in this world of sales um, and getting things out the door. Um, We've always tried to do it in a way that felt authentic to us, which I think is great, but I, I think like any business it's good to be mentored and guided by people that are experts. So um, that's kind of a half answer, but I would say seeking the advice of people that really know know this space is essential in understanding how we can do it really effectively. Yeah. Um, I would say it's a full answer because it also rests on some of the things that we chatted about before, which is nice because I'd forgotten to bring them up. So we talked about in the workshop this morning, we did have a rough idea of where we're going. So for the next two weeks, um, it's a new financial year. This is off track, but I thought I should cover it quickly. We're going to measure our impact, spend two weeks calculating what metrics we can measure from the start of the financial year, carbon, kilometres, waste, people touched, all that kind of stuff, and build a spreadsheet and share it with everyone uh, really quickly because that's got that 12-month window and we need to start now. Mm-hmm. We're going to find a mentor for sales and marketing. Um, We're going to journey map our customers and understand what's wrong with our onboarding process. There were five. Do you? Oh, yeah. We're going to lower our prices. Um, We're too expensive. Uh, That's a key barrier. And we're going to... Should I throw it out there, what we're thinking? It's already done. You're on it. (laughs) We're thinking about (laughs) price matching um, competitors for three months so that people have the opportunity to experience Kua without that horrible financial discussion. And then at the end of that three-month period, they can make a decision around whether what we're offering is actually worth what we're offering. And what was the fifth? Does anyone remember? Onboarding product? No. Oh, Oh boy. No, that's it. Oh, we're going to make a sales strategy. Oh, yeah. How are we going to get more out the door? Which, oh. which links to my next question. Diggs, how are we going to get more out the door? What's, what's a sales strategy for you? Oh, okay. Okay, let's start with the, the fundamentals. Uh, wh- what, what do we know it works? Okay, we know that um, Darcy and Bree talking at events works and talking to people. So... They are going to go crazy hard on getting gigs at events, uh, webinars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then, and the back end, me and Hamo, are we going to absolutely streamline the uh, the onboarding process? It is a no-brainer to convince your boss. Anyone, anyone can convince their boss, and anyone can get their product in the, in our hand. Oh, our product in their hands right away. <laughs> Can we? Okay, so that was taken at 3.11pm. I'm going to record that for our next meeting because I want that to inspire us. <laughs> <laughs> to inspire our letter writing. Okay, yeah. Hamish, um, right. quickly, any big ideas for more out the door? Uh, no. Uh, well, yes and no. The reason that I said to Darcy in our one-on-ones way before we got to this podcast that I thought clockwork was done and dusted is because my big thing for the sales is absolutely back ourselves. Um, we've been going back and forth for... 18 months now on is our coffee good? 
do people like us? How can we make our brand really nice? And I think we've hit a lot of those marks to the point where now it's uh, go time. So I think it's big steps towards coffee in everyone's hands, as Dick said. Diggs leg tapping to the point that you gave yourself a little cramp there. Wacker. Jeez, it was a fast run this morning. Jeez, um, I wonder what you're doing behind the scenes in all those Zoom calls we're having. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to in-person meetings. Um, we are getting to the, the meaty section. Pay, commitment, hours. Let's start. I, I was debating in my head whether to give instructions, but I don't think I need to. I think the people will catch up um, with what we do. And if we miss something in round one, then we'll add a rule for round two. Hamish. Uh, pay stays the same. Correct. And Don't correct. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That uh, was let me start again. <laughs> I'm not the <laughs> boss here. I'm very Can you Hamish again? I'm very open for proposals for pay to go up, for pay to go down. I'm just one of the team members. Hey, what do you reckon? Thanks, Stars. Uh, pay remains the same. Three to four days. I'd like to know more about this uh, 25% fun time that we've been speaking about. I don't have anything to add. Uh, uh, yeah, pay stays the same. Anything else? Days. Oh, days a week. Same. Which is? Oh, you're talking about it? Is it mine? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. so, so, so oh. it's okay. We can do a vague. We can do a vague <laughs> round one. Okay, we'll call round one done. <laughs> Roughly pay stays the same. Roughly we work three to four days a week. Oh. Bree, do you want to dive into the specifics around <laughs> you? What are you doing? How many days are you here? What? I want a number of how much you're being paid per week. Um, nice. The more specific, the better. <laughs> what, what part of... Um, more out the door, do you want to take responsibility for? Yeah, great. Um, so I'm on uni holidays now, which is very exciting. Um, so from now until the end of August, I'm free four days a week. I've just finished the other job that I was doing as well. Um, so, yeah, looking at four days a week, being paid $750 job keeper a week. Thank you. Um, yeah, and my contribution to it... Yeah, so this is a tough one and we will get into yeah. it offline. But um, based on the conversations we had this morning around like where you went well and, and, and thriving and this vague more out the door theme, what would you, what do you see yourself contributing this, this quarter? What mm. would you like to work on? Yeah, I think um, definitely in the past I've been the one to lead sales and, um, and kind of do all of that. So... Uh, keen to continue to do that, but in a much more informed and deliberate way. So, yeah, seeking a mentor, um, doing it in yeah a more strategic way and doing it in a way that's aligned with what everyone else is doing. Um, and, yeah, I think the relationship stuff, I love hanging out with people and hearing what they're doing in their businesses or um, and, and learning from people, which is why I enjoy doing the Happy Days Project so much this quarter. Um, so yeah, just getting in front of people and telling them about Kua and about what we do and learning about what they do. Um, yeah. Just Is that clear enough? I should have been taking notes, but, um, very clear. 
take that as a, an exemplar, Hamish. Okay, thank you. $750 a week, four days. I'd like a better idea of what the 25% fun allowance is. Oh, maybe not allowance, but that would be cool to have a, a side, side project. Um, I envision that my role will probably have a lot to do with working with Digby, Digby hopefully, um, and that means what our product look like looks like to all of our customers start to finish and how do we um, how are we tactful in the in the way that we get people coffee so it's not just like a sort of uh, giveaway type situation we want actually the coffee to going to be going out to be also making impact so that would be a fun way to do it okay um, round two uh, 7.50 a week uh, four days though it uh, full transparency, I was actually thinking about pitching a three-dayer because I want to write this book, but I'm more than happy to do four, and I think it makes the most sense to do four. Um, uh, how do I How do I contribute to more out the door? I don't know. I think I need a bit of help with it to do it very directly because I'm very interested in making people uh, like really enjoy our product and making it look really good, both from like imagery and, you know, just the physical product, but direct stuff I struggle with a little bit. And, um, I'm also very interested in just trying some pretty whack radical ideas, but I want them to be direct. Meaningful engagements. Yeah. Meaningful engagements. Yeah. Um, well said. Okay. Here's the spanner. Um, and this is this links to Diggs, so we'll come back to Diggs because it's not necessarily fair and that's not fully... We chatted about this last night. I said to Diggs, what would happen if I went to three days for a quarter and would that lead to everyone else dropping to three days? And the reason is that I got offered a temporary like research gig plus tutoring and the research gig is in energy resilience and I'm really interested in that. And I don't think that I can um, do all three without going crazy. So if I say three days, what happens? Does that does that impact others? The the reason that it's interesting is because JobKeeper really is just a flat rate. My sort of thoughts initially is that uh, the way we worked at this quarter, which seems to be going very well, is that we had three core days a week, um, which we could shift if if your commitments were different. But it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Everyone tried to be a part of Kua and, and online and talking to each other. And then between Monday and Friday, you could flex either way. So I think if we made it team days in the middle of the week, as we've been doing, and then our own roles either side of that, that kind of allows for a little bit of flexibility, depending on, you know, um, at least it wouldn't change my commitment that much, I don't think. Yeah, coming from a three-day, so last quarter I did three days, and I think actually most of last year I did three days. I think a lot of people did. Um, but, yeah, so last yeah last quarter I did three days um I think it's absolutely fine so long as you make your goals achievable in that period like in in those days because the trap that you fall into and this is exactly what happened to me and happened to me all last year is that even though I was committed three days I always worked more um and found it hard to kind of balance everything so I did three things like I had my contract job and then my master's and Kua um, and it was a lot. Yeah, I've only had it or not even yet at all, but like 
this week I had a couple of things going yeah. on. It's just exhausting. Mm. Um, but the, 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 the thing is that, and Diggs, I'm still going to come back to you, but um, that then affects my what I'm able to do because I was – I'm going to do finance. Um, I, I think I've got that down to like one or le- half a day really for the rest of the quarter or a third of the day. Um, the first stage of choosing our pricing will be all me um, and modelling that a little bit. But uh, other than that, I'm pretty much out. Like, don't have any base load roles, which is really cool. Would have loved to have more, like, strategic input into, like, sales or PR. But I think it's really difficult to do that when you're doing three days and trying to do, like, day-to-day stuff. So I think that it potentially means I'm having... a Less of a directive role, but probably a very supportive role in terms of implementing the onboarding process with Ubre and how we do PR and meaningful engagements with uh, UDIX. Did you want to, yeah, just fill people in on your three, four day thing? Oh, well, I've been trying to write this book about seaweed for a while and haven't really started. And I was supposed to do it one day a week this this time and didn't get there. Um, so I was thinking about dropping back. <laughs> but I don't think it's fair for me to drop back and I don't think it would be the best thing for Kua um, for me to drop back right now, especially if uh, Darcy is taking three days. It's good to have at least three of us here on the full day. And then what goes around comes around and it already kind of has for me because I've been in Tasmania for so long. So I think it's fair and I'm excited. Yeah, if that, like, genuine opportunity to say, oh, it's not ideal for Kuru if I do that. But I think that what, like, of all quarters, I don't necessarily have, like, a crucial... We can make it work, I reckon. Yeah, I think you've put put in the legwork is the other thing. It's not like you've been going on it two or three days a week and then all of a sudden you're just not there. It's like you've been doing well over your hours to make things work. So stepping back is well within. And, and it also forces us to, f- like, figure it out. Um, a big part of the stewardship plan was, like, can we run this on bare bones? And that has to do with being able to set, like, pretty realistic timelines and be able to operate off that structure without any one person sort of being the key to all of it. So I think, I think it'll work fine. Yeah. And I think um, if we're really serious about, like, you know, having a company culture where people can pursue what they want to and celebrating that people have lives outside of Kua, then it's essential that we, like, celebrate when you have opportunities to do other stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I think as well, just be honest, if you're feeling run down and you're not coping with all of the overload, then let us know. Yeah, I think it um, it probably comes into it. Like, if I was in the middle of, like, one of the quarters, last year was so much more cruisy, um, probably because we had more people and less external stresses and didn't just go through like a big work in your own bubble phase. Um, but I think subconsciously that comes into it when a new opportunity comes up and work has been hard, it's easier to take it. Um, but then working for a place that's so flexible that, yeah, for the next three months I can drop back but then bounce back up when I have the energy again is cool.
Wow, very supportive team. Uh, that was round one, two, and three. Round round four, just going to uh, do it again. Just just whack it out. What you're being paid, what your days are. <laughs> and just for a bit of repetition, I've got my notes. I've already been yeah, the just whack it out. <laughs> <laughs> but people are on the way home and they still have, like, we've still got the 20 minutes to burn. Um, it's been 36 minutes. Has it really? <laughs> oh my God, time has gone so fast. All right, well, we better wrap it up. Okay, I'll finish up. Bree, four days, taking a leadership role in sales, but looking for a mentor immediately and also looking to get in front of people. Digs, uh, four days, but we can always come back to the issue of if you're feeling run down, supportive team, bring it up. If you want to write about seaweed, write about seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to do some work around how we're going to get you getting the product in front of people in terms of meaningful engagements. Hamo, product-focused role. We're going to use Unleash to measure everything that we're doing four days again. I would also like to see you getting in front of people in terms of current customers. Oh uh, boy. We talked about how the trust in our product is largely due to you. Um, let's keep that up. And does anyone else have any final words? Yeah, I'd actually also like to take on a project writing a children's book. It's going to be called The Core Four, Get More Out the Door. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Dr. Do Zeus. Take off? Dr. Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have by not keeping up in time I'm really stressed because we've got more to chat about but we're also out of time I reckon the listeners want to hear it I reckon they want to hear it <laughs> okay, okay, long okay. format we're 40 okay, minutes we're, in we're, holy oh no, we have that thing in, in the middle the middle that we'll probably cut okay well we'll better cut something. we don't cut oh my god <laughs> this is just a massive there's no part. cuts no in this podcast <laughs> so, anyway Hamish you wanted more clarity on the 25% fund yeah, I just think it's a cool idea that we sort of touched on with pick a project and there could be something more to it. Okay. Do you want – let's use this children's book as an example. Yeah. I'm just thinking it's probably a terrible example. It's an optional cultural thing that we as a company do not enforce. Like, So it's all well and good for, for – for tech companies to say, oh, we're awesome because of 20% fun time and they use that to hire people. We do it more in a guideline, trusting way that we want you to have fun and we want you to develop within your role and we this is exactly what a tech company says. <laughs> and we believe that if you have 25% free time, it's ultimately going to reward career anyway. But yeah, that's the crux of it. It's exactly what a tech company does, but I wanted to implement it because I thought the mushrooms was cool. It's optional. It's optional. If you get more reward out of fixing our product than writing a children's book, fix our product. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of get that. But then my uh, sort of priority and, and preference is always to fixing what we're doing. Does but, that make sense? Like, Yeah, but I think that that's just on you. To just forget about my job. <laughs> just allow yourself to... <laughs> just allow yourself to... Yeah, I would actually... Yeah. You particularly, because, uh, like, I think the rest of us... I, I'm only doing three days. I don't have time for, for fun stuff, and I really want to use my three days as a corporate hack for Kua. Um, but, hey, in the feedback, you were told that it would be good for you to explore different areas by Brie. <laughs> I would like to challenge you to at least half a day do something random. Uh, 
and yeah. and just let yourself go completely. No yeah. guilt. Just do whatever you want. If you go. want to, I want like remember how you built that structure for the scales. Oh yeah, so they're gonna do go it. commercial. Give me a call. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, look, we'll, we could return to this. No, uh, I want, <laughs> no let's return now. Let's return now. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just like a counting session now. Um, yeah, look, I, mean, I guess I guess my um, my my thing is is like I would. As I did this time, I would set and braided this as well. Actually, I'll have you know, as a creative thing, is like I set up a thing that I said I was going to do, and then it became not important. And I believe that that will happen again, unless mm. it's something that I'm like, "Whoa, yeah, how cool!" But I don't think we. And I think mine was a crappy one. I just said I'd write some blogs like that. Yeah, but I said I would exciting. change our grind settings. That's yeah, but that's, that's pretty <laughs> exciting. Um, but I don't think you meaningfully integrated it into how you planned your quarter. So you weren't like, I need to carve out, like my goals are contingent on also doing this. And neither did I, not that I care about writing blogs. Mm. But I think the point of having 25% fun is that mm. you can go, okay, what, what, like to achieve my 25% fun, I can only achieve this 75% of other stuff. Sure. But is that good math? Yeah. Well, you could go um, back and forth a little bit, but it's kind of like then I would have had to have finished a project that took me all of the quarter three weeks ago. I am. You're swinging me. Yes. Because <laughs> I did the mushrooms on the weekend. and Yeah, I don't do that. And Yeah, but I actually had fun. Yeah. Um, but by my new rule, I should be allowed to grow mushrooms during the week, but I wouldn't do it. Mm. And, and I was going to press you on the 25%. I thought it yeah. was quite a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What I want to achieve out of this is we all as creatives have our own way of working and we think very differently. We now have a new goal, which is more out the door. When we time block ourselves and work collaboratively according to a deck, we squash some of that creativity, particularly when we plan it three months out. I would like people to use 25 uh, to allow themselves the flexibility to think that 25% of their time can be used in a way that benefits Kua, whether that's through them having fun or contributes to the same goal in a weird way. So, for example, I might write a blog on climate resilience because I'm really interested in that topic. Yes, it's going to contribute to Kua a little bit, but if I was being ruthless with my time, it's not helping us with uh, getting financial systems implemented. I want us as a, to, to, to... Okay, better example, I think, is the way that um, when the George Floyd event happened, we as a company pretty much stopped everything for, for a day and a half to look at how we deal with uh, systemic racism and, and issues of diversity within our team. And it's, it doesn't... Fun is the wrong word. But it's allowing ourselves the flexibility to divert from that like strategic priority so that we can let our creativity and, and that bicycle our passion. wobble, our passions come into our work. That's what I think that I mean. Cool. Um, I think the wrong way to do it is how Google does it and how I pitched it, which is 25% of your team time must be fun. It doesn't work. Passion time? Uh, is it the labelling problem? Is it labelling problem? Yeah, let's just... Plonk it under the celebrate big ideas rule and know that like if you spend a quarter of your day doing something that you're really interested in and it's relevant, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, I like that much better. That that feels like uh, we did a big mind mappy board thing this morning 
and everyone get, had the chance to put up ideas. Mm. That feels like I could point at anything on that board and be like, I want to look at that for yeah. a minute. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and also, like, you, like, the other way that I maybe will think about it is, like, when your, flow, when your workflow ebb and flows, you can be like, I have a bit of quiet, like a quieter week ahead. I'm going to carve out time to do something yeah. that I really want to do. Or I'm having a shitter. Let's yeah. get out and um, yeah. uh, swim right. in our coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. I think I'm glad that we covered that in a bit more detail. Mm, me too. Yeah. Um, but on that, we're going to close. Have a long, lovely uh, afternoon. Rupa. This is a freaking good playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Search Kua Coffee on Spotify. <laughs>